HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to HeritageRadioNetwork.com, bringing you the freshest radio in Brooklyn since 2009. Hear directly from chefs to farmers, artists to architects, authors to brewers, and everyone in between. Check out all of our shows on our website or by searching Heritage Radio Network in the iTunes store. Whole Foods Market is a proud sponsor of Heritage Radio Network and the Department of Transportation Summer Streets, a three-day series of events dedicated to healthy, active living on the car-free streets of New York City. Join us at the Whole Foods Market City Picnic Area on 24th Street and Park Avenue the first three Saturdays in August. Find more information at the DOT's website, keyword Summer Streets. Boys, I'm mellow as a honeydew. Yeah, that cat is high. Look that look in his eye. Oh man, he's high. Yes, higher than a kite. That cat is high. Welcome back to the Speakeasy. We just got back from a long week in New Orleans <laughs> at Tales of the Cocktail, and we are joined by. An award-winning bartender since last time we saw him, or had him in the studio. We're joined by Steven Schneider from Employees Only in New York City. Welcome back to the show, man. Thank you very much. Yay! Oh, <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. So let's, uh, let's get right into it, man. Let's talk about the awards that you won. Let's, I mean, let's, first of all, let's uh, let our listeners know who all won. Uh, best uh, American, bar, or American Bartender of the Year. Was actually split between uh, Kenta from uh, from Pegu Club and Sam Ross of Milk and Honey. Best American Brand Ambassador was uh, Jacques from uh, Partita. Um, American Cocktail Bar was actually you guys were nominated for that. It yes. went to Drink in Boston. Congratulations to them. Absolutely. Best Mar- uh, best best bar mentor went to Andre Saunders, but uh, Deshaun from Employees Only was actually nominated for that as well. Um, high volume went to Rick House in San Francisco. Cocktail writing non book went to Imbibe Magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, best cocktail writer went to Camper English. International and uh, am- brand ambassador went to uh, Dan Warner from Beef Eater. Uh, the Simon Ford Uh Oh Award went to uh, John Lemaire, <laughs> who also won rematch. We'll get into that later. Uh, what tell us about the uh, Simon Ford Uh Oh Award? Uh, more or less, if I remember correctly, a lot of these stories from tales. 
that are very detailed at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end, I think the whole punchline is uh, then we all got drunk and forgot. Yeah. Well, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, basically, anytime uh, uh, he gets a call from these people, he's in a city or they're in, in town and they call him, he gets a call from these people and he says, uh-oh, <laughs> it's going to be a long night. Yeah, totally. So <laughs> congratulations to him for that. He got a big flask for the effort. Nice. It's a giant flask filled with, uh, with Jameson, I believe. <laughs> nice. Um, another one you were nominated for was uh, Best Book of the Year. Yes, um, Jay, Jay and Deshaun were nominated for mm-hmm. Best Book. And it went to Punch from David Wondrich. Which, yeah, it's, it's hard to beat the David Wondrich in a writing competition. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's, he's, he's great. And, uh, you know, he's been a mentor to a lot of us as well. Absolutely. Uh, best New Product went to Banks Five Island Rum. Uh, best Restaurant Bar went to uh, 11 Madison Park. Oh, yeah. Uh, awesome. Uh World's Best New Bar, uh, Cocktail Bar went to Eau de Vie in Sydney, uh, Best Hotel Bar went to the Savoy in London, that's no surprise. Um, <laughs> of course. Best, uh, that place, best men- that place oozes history. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, best Menu went to uh, Artisan Bar in London, and then back over here, Best International Bartender went to Eric Lawrence from... Uh, like where is he bartending? I don't know. I've got to make it to to, to London for sure. Yeah, I've met a lot of a lot of great people from from London this absolutely. past week, so I got to make it out there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you guys were actually, uh, Deshaun was actually also up for that. You guys were up yes, for he was five six awards. It was six, yes. Yeah. Uh, but let's get down to the uh, the meat of it. Uh, <laughs> you guys won best drink selection. Yes, we did. Which I'm still not sure what that means. Uh, more or less, from my understanding, it's. Uh, it's how much uh, diversity, what kind of stuff yeah. you have behind a bar, and if you actually use it and how you use it and stuff like that. Yeah. Where you could come in and say, make me something with, with Albanian brandy right. uh, yeah. when <laughs> we've got it, you know. And <laughs> um, Yep. Phil Duff, uh, uh, he gave us the award. The, uh, he called us the, the global headquarters of bad decisions before he presented <laughs> us with that award. And I thought that was the best line ever. Nice. We're going to put that somewhere. We're going we're gonna to frame that, that quote somewhere. For, uh, so thank you, Philip Duff, for that. And then you won best, uh, best cocktail wow. bar in the world. Wow. Yeah, we, we did. Amazing. We did. Um, we were thrilled. We couldn't, couldn't believe it. You know, it's just such an honor to be nominated that many times and to be nominated and then recognized uh, by your peers, by people in the industry, it's really humbling and it's it's really a shocker, and we're still kind of shocked about it. But you know what? I mean, we are confident in our abilities, and um, we have such a solid team. And I, I'm just a mere a mere piece of the puzzle. You know, like it starts from the ownership, yeah. from from Jay and Dushan and Igor and Henry and Billy, and then it it just it trickles on down. You know, these guys they they bartended together for years and years uh, over at Pravda. Um, so they already had a camaraderie. Then um, it just trickles down from you know from you know Robert to to Milos to Bratza to Dev to me to Vincent. You know we have our little we fall in line. Yeah. And um, you know I'm just a, I'm, I'm one of the bartenders there, and I love the guys I work with. And it was just such a great honor to be there and to be uh, nominated and win amongst yeah. these great places all around the world. And if anything. Uh, what this is going to do for us, um, it's going to make us better as a, as a bar team and as a bar, just to try to maintain that level of service and professionalism and maintain that level of fun, which we like to have, and, and you know, learn more about each other and just keep bringing it every night. It's gonna, if we needed motivation in any way, 
Yeah. You know, this this is something that it's make it better. A huge a huge yeah. motivator. And when you keep saying we, I mean you guys were you guys were rolling deep, man. You had <laughs> yeah, you should have won the award for like deepest crew, you know. You guys yeah. were actually literally like sitting on top of each other at the awards. Well, ceremony. once again, uh, uh you know, a, a great bar starts with building a, a great team, you know. If if you're the best bartender in the world, you know, you you could make the best cocktails in the world and do do whatever the best. If nobody nobody likes working with you, you know the bar's not going to be successful. Absolutely. So these are things you can't teach. And uh, when we found out we were nominated, all of us jumped on board. And some of us, you know, I want to thank the guys like, you know, Robert and Vincent and Urosh and Mitar and Alejandro, all the other guys. Somebody's got to watch the show. Yeah, shop, that, you know? that, that that held it down. And I hear that they had a, a an amazing time because they got texts from uh from Jay and they got calls from uh, Dev and everybody that uh, that we won. Um, you know, world's best cocktail bar. And Vincent, Vincent Vitek gets on, gets on the bar and shouts, "Hey, you're all drinking at the best, world's best cocktail bar, this and that." And Rob opens up a champagne and they're pouring it out. And Jay calls uh, EO and he said, "Buy everybody in the bar a shot." This was Saturday, Saturday night at midnight, mind you. <laughs> He's like, "I don't care, buy everybody a shot." And then they're like, "Well, Deshaun just called and said the same thing." And Jay's like, "Fuck it, buy him another one." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I always say we, um, you know, like. We 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 love each other. We love our home. So, you know, we all we're all in this one together. You know, we were going to win together or not win together. But to, to be honest, uh, we were just honored to be there uh, amongst the other great bars and bartenders around the world, and it was an honor just to be mentioned. So we were already playing with house money. You know, like we were already winners in our book. We were there amongst you know some of the greats in the business. So, hey, you know, it can't get any better than that. Yeah, this was a really this was a really great year for Tales of Cocktail. There were so many like great friendly faces. Absolutely. People were getting crazy. It was my first time in New Orleans, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yep. I, I'm such a workaholic usually, but this past year I've, I've gotten out a little bit. Um, our friends at Fourth Row Films were down there. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, you're familiar with them. Uh, yeah, they were They were, They were. were rolling deep, too. <laughs> yes, they were. Uh, Fourth Row Films. They're I, I kind of uh, consider them part of your crew. <laughs> yeah, they, well, yeah. they are a crew. <laughs> they, I, literally. I, but I'm, yeah. I'm still a little young. Maybe in a few years, I'll have a full entourage. But Fourth Row Films—they're—they're uh, they're a production company. They're making a, a documentary about uh, cocktail culture, bartenders, and uh, just bar stuff in general. Uh, I am one of their stars. I guess you could call them that. They've been following me around for about a year and a half now. How did like I, I know we talked a little bit about this last time you were on the show, but how did that all come about? Well, uh, they, how did they find you? You find them? Well, they just—they were at employees only. Um, they were doing just interviews with a bunch of bartenders. They were at the, city. the world's best cocktail oh, bar. Come on, no, please, <laughs> please! It still gives me chills. I'm still wearing my wristband from that night too. I'm going to wear it until it actually just falls off, and <laughs> nice. withers away. But um, no, they—they they were just going around to, to the you know different bars in the city and interviewing bartenders, just asking the same I guess questions or whatever. So they went to employees only, and this was a year and a half ago, and I've grown a lot. In this past year and a half, personally, mm-hmm. uh, as a bartender, as a man, as, as everything, but um, they went over there, and I think it was a Thursday, and they asked if uh, Igor would be interested, and Igor was like, "No, no, here, just have Steve do it." So <laughs> <laughs> I still had my apprentice Jack at the time, and um, I, I warned him. I said, "I'm very opinionated. I'm foul mouthed, and." Uh, uh, I'm not afraid to speak my mind. <laughs> so they're like, awesome. Uh, let's ask you a few questions. So I rattled off a lot of answers. And a lot of them now, when I think back about the answers that I that I, that I gave them, because back then I wasn't very familiar with uh, with other bartenders from around the city, around the country, and the world. I was mainly kind of sheltered. I knew only 
what I was taught. You know, mm -hmm. I didn't really get out there much. I didn't really travel much. So I, you know, I, I was very, um, I guess, sheltered in my responses, but they were funny as hell. <laughs> I wish I could remember some of the stuff, but. I, you, you'll probably find out. <laughs> yeah, I know. I probably look differently, but I, anyway, so they've been following me for a year and a half. That was the beginning. They just loved my answers. I was talking about all sorts of things, you know, money and sex and everything like that. All the, all the good stuff that, that yeah. bartenders love to do. Um, and uh, I don't know. Like Now I look back, you know, they were following me around a lot during Tales. And I mean, I've grown a lot and, they, and they've actually seen me grow uh, as, uh, you know, becoming one of the the, the one of the principal bartenders there uh, at employees only and then over at, uh, I'm over at uh, Macau Trading Company now uh, every Saturday and uh, just having such a great time and they've witnessed they've witnessed me kind of grow so they're they're like, they are part of my my crew I guess you could call it yeah man <laughs> um so speaking of uh, growing as a bartender I mean like what were some of the things that you uh you learned at uh at tells of the cocktail Either uh, bartending-wise or life-wise. Yes. Well, personally, um, I'm just speaking personally for me. Uh, this has been a huge year for me. I've been in places that I haven't been in my entire life. I've been getting out. You know, like in the winter, I went to Chicago for the first time. Mm -hmm. And, like, I didn't got a chance to see different restaurants and bars. And just blown away about how good these people are in this in this country, in this, in this, in this, uh, in this world. I went to uh, Indonesia, Hong Kong, Macau. Never been there before, but I went there this year the first time. Uh, went down to Vegas for the first time, which thank you, Tobin Ellis, for uh, <laughs> for showing me around Las Vegas. Um, I owe you one. And then uh, what else did I? I went to San Juan um, and now New Orleans first time. So damn, dude, you've been getting around seriously. Yeah, I've been, I have, I've been getting around this past year. It's been it's been such a wild ride for me, and uh, I'm having such a great time with it. And I couldn't have this much fun if it weren't for uh, my, my, my teammates and employees only, my yeah. comrades there, and uh, my mentors. But um, so Tales of the Cocktail, it's great to see everybody because I got a chance to, you know, all this traveling. I was in San Francisco uh, guest bartending oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, a few months ago, and I was able to see all the San Francisco guys again. Mm -hmm. um, That's one of the things uh, I like most about yeah. it. It's like you get to run into, like, all these people that, you know, you see at these different industry functions, you know, around the country. Absolutely. Different places around the world. You, you know, you visit their town, they visit yours. You yeah, see, but yeah, this was great because, um, you know, Manhattan Cocktail Classic, it was great to see everybody, but it was still in my backyard, you know. It was yeah. cool to meet them on a, on a neutral ground. It's like we all had one big vacation together. Totally. And, you know, um, just like, it's it's just a, a lot of fun. And it's, it's a lot of fun to learn and talk to other bartenders, not only from around the country now, but from around the world. And, uh, you know, like, you can't get any better than that. It's like one big vacation with a bunch of bartenders and all our own, our common goal is just to learn from each other and drink and yeah. have a blast yeah <laughs> i like i like seeing all uh, the good side of everyone but it was also very fun to see like the, the dark side come oh, yeah. Out. oh yeah i think there's a there's a there's a list of like 25 friends who have lost their cell phones uh, yeah. or wallets or credit cards or ids and most of them accidentally some of them yeah. on purpose yep we actually got uh we actually uh got stuck it was uh igor dev and me um we were supposed to fly out, but there was bad weather in, uh, in D.C., so we were probably going to miss our connecting flight. So, like, we said, fuck it. Let's stay in New Orleans for another night. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah, I saw it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we went to go see Captain America at the movie theater, which was <laughs> great. But, unfortunately, we weren't prepared for this movie theater where you pick your own seat. And then uh, there's a maitre d' who sits you down in your big comfy seat that's got cup holders and a little table. 
and uh, they have a full menu. They've got a fucking chef. I've never seen this before. I was like <laughs> blown away. So Igor, Igor orders a glass of Cote de Rhone with uh, roasted artichokes and uh, cheese plate. Uh, I ordered marinated olives and a Tanqueray martini with a twist. And Dev orders uh, popcorn and Twizzlers with a Coke. <laughs> all off the menu. It was all on the menu. But the dynamic was hilarious. Nothing beats... Nothing beats... Uh, it's like drinking a gin martini, smelling the roasted artichokes and the Twizzlers together. <laughs> so I had three gin martinis during the movie, so I don't remember the ending. But uh, well, that's, that's I'd say America wins, though. Yeah, probably. But uh, that's kind of like what happens with most stories that uh, tells of the cocktail. No, we started out this way, and uh, yep. I don't, I'll, I'll tell I can't you what really happened. You I'll end. tell you exactly how he became Captain America. Couldn't tell you what happened at the end. <laughs> I don't even know if he beat the bad guy. Who knows? I don't even know. <laughs> Somebody had to fill me in, send me a text or something. But you know, uh, overall, the award ceremony was great. We had a great time. Um, once again, we were honored, and um, it was just great to be in New Orleans. Not only with all the bartenders and bar people from around uh, New York City, not around the country, but the world. Yeah. And uh, and of course, to be there with my employees, only friends and comrades and absolutely all our guys. You know, you, you don't get any better than that. And uh, I can't wait till next year. Yeah. Well, when we get back from the break. I want to talk about uh, the rematch competition, and uh, yes. obviously we'll talk a lot more about uh, employees only in the uh, and tales of the cocktail as we do tales from tales of the cocktail. <laughs> tales from tales. We've got Steven Schneider from Employees Only, the best cocktail bar in the world from Tales of the Cocktail. Also, uh, best drink selection and uh, another uh, number of uh, nominations this year at Tales of the Cocktail's uh, award ceremony. And before the break, we were talking about, uh, you know, obviously uh, all the crazy crew heavy uh, EO uh, shenanigans that were going on down there. 
uh, starting stories and not knowing how to end them. <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, Captain America. We, we don't know what Captain America is going to do at the end. Um, so when, right before the break, we were talking about rematch. Now, can you explain to uh, to our listeners what rematch is? Well, uh, this was my first rematch. It was started by Paul Mant from uh, England. Mm-hmm. And Giuseppe Gonzalez is sort of... Um, getting involved with uh, the United States side of it. Um, they did this together. They put it together. Uh, they did a great job of finding a place to cure. Mm-hmm. The owner, Neil, I believe his name is uh, Neil. It was... Uh, Which was an amazing bar. It's great huge. Bar. Huge bar. Nice patio. Um, fit a lot of people in there. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and there were... They, they packed it out that night. Yeah. So, um, basically, it's a speed uh, it's a speed competition with uh, tiki drinks. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, two daiquiris, uh, Cuba Libre, um, Pina Colada, Zombie, Caipirinha, uh, Mojito, Planet's Punch, Mai Tai, and opening a beer. Basically, the anti-competition competition. Speed competition, I mean, taste is supposed to, like, you know, it, it takes about 20% of, uh, of the points to go on taste. Yeah. Uh, most of it, 60-something, 65%, I believe, is on speed. And then there's, like, uh, cleanliness and then just overall uh, style, style points. points. Yeah. yeah. Which... Uh, a lot of people had style. We had style, I'll tell you that. But uh, it, it, it came them. Sunday night after a long week of drinking, so a lot of people were tired and tired and tired. But uh, overall, uh, it was a great success. Um, well, it was almost a great success as I finished <laughs> in second place. Oh, oh, it's okay. It's a deep uh, burn. <laughs> John LeMayer, Mr. John LeMayer was the winner from the Florida Room in Miami, and uh, he's got my $100 bill. So every, all the bartenders, they put in a $100 bill, uh, $100 bill, and then 25 bartenders, winner take all. So yeah. I was the first loser. Um, so which tells you one thing. My drinks must have sucked <laughs> really bad because I finished 40 seconds, I think, ahead of uh, the winner. And that's a lot of time. 40 seconds. 40 seconds, yeah. But I, I was talking, talking, <laughs> talking to one of the judges. And, uh, I, you know, I, I wasn't, you know, complaining, of course. I was having a great time. It was my first time competing. Yeah. You know, John's been in this business for a while. He's respected. He's done this before. So, um, you know, I wasn't expecting to win by any means, you know. But, uh, yeah, I asked him. I was like, my drinks really sucked, huh? He was like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like hey, you know, I was, thought it was a speed competition. You know, I had most of my ingredients in there, you know. But, hey, what are you going to do? Uh, yeah. You know, I had a great time. Um, I made my own song, which was pretty funny. Oh, nice. Um uh, we basically had a, a Civil War drum marching, like <laughs> super patriotic kind of thing. Um, yep, so I basically uh, talked monotone, reading uh, quotes from great American heroes, <laughs> such as Gene Simmons, um, <laughs> Dan Quayle, and uh, <laughs> Bo Jackson, it was amongst nice. the other ones, and uh, FDR, of course. But uh, I also thanked everybody individually in my song, very boringly, um, <laughs> I, th- I threw in a couple fuck yous, but it was out of love. Uh, the two fuck yous went to Jason Luttrell and uh, Frank Cisneros, of course. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So. Did you feel like uh, going to that competition? Like, the thing is, uh, there were how many people actually use jiggers uh, in that competition? I know Brian Miller did. He Brian Miller, I believe, was the only one. Uh, he made he made ten perfect drinks um, and set the new world's record for slowest time in rematch. <laughs> How, how what was his time? It was like eight minutes or something. I I, I would love. That's one of those things where then we all got drunk and forgot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I definitely had a sip of his uh, mai tai, and I got to say, it was great. <laughs> it was great. And uh, I, I know uh, 
so uh also like it, it was basically like kind of a who's who of like the the cocktail bartending world and, and people were free pouring Absolutely. and did you feel like you had a like you must have obviously had an advantage over everyone since employees only well, famously does if, not if use you want, if you, well, well that's uh if you want to say that maybe but um once again it's my first time competing and every yeah. you know in order to win you know you really got to know you it's hard to win anything on your first try you know you mm-hmm. gotta you know you gotta be there before so i learned a valuable lesson and yeah. uh, you know i represented you know uh, I, I represented my my bar i got on the bar i stage dove as soon as my, yeah, my totally. I, I i knew I, I nailed the round like in a, in a fast time so i jumped out there i had a i took paul's megaphone and was yelling all sorts of crazy stuff and <laughs> you know that's what happens after a long week yeah. of drinking you're just still drunk and you're, you're having a blast and and you're uh shouting out some stuff i jumped in the crowd i almost landed on some poor girl uh that would have been that would have been a, the, the the best that fail ever if i would have just missed that huge bus kill. <laughs> <laughs> Jumped over the entire crowd and landed on one single yeah, girl. Fuck, man. <laughs> fuck, man. Um, so, so, so that was Sunday night, so we'll go back. Yeah, let's go back a little bit. Go back a little bit. Um, Where were well, some of the other events you really well, enjoyed? Well, well, when we first got there, it was great. We went to the, uh, we stayed at the Bourbon or, uh, Orleans, which mm-hmm. is on Bourbon and, you know, fucking Orleans. Uh, Monteleone is where we went shortly after, um, which, you know, tales is like the Star Trek convention. Yeah, uh, Monteleone is like the bridge of the USS yeah. Enterprise. Yeah, the, the rooftop pool was like the, the carousel. So um, I know Brugal had a nice uh, pool party to start. Um, there was a great Milagro party on Sunday. Uh, Sunday, yeah, small that Sunday. was killer. So uh, Tobinos's uh, Milagro party. Um, I don't know if I've ever had that much Fernet Branca. Dot dot dot. Out of a water gun. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> yep. And uh, I happened to roll into the party. This was like maybe two o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, I'm still wearing my three-piece suit from the awards ceremony right. on Saturday. So evidently, I didn't make it home. But my shirt was missing somehow. <laughs> um, and naturally, Giuseppe Gonzalez just picks me up, takes my phone away, picks me up, and throws me into the pool uh, with my suit. And uh, <laughs> hey, you know, everybody started cheering. It was a great time. But uh, absolutely, yeah. you were you were also in a, a, a game show. Yes, yes, I was. <laughs> That's hilarious. I was in a uh, Drambuie game show, which is like uh, basically it was like a question, like a quiz show, and then some challenges. Um, I was with uh, Matthias Monis from uh, Milwaukee, um, Josh Harris from San Francisco, and a few other guys. Um, we all were not really taking it that seriously. Yeah, we were already all fucked up, but. Um, I spoke the whole time. I, fi- I went into the finals. I finished second place again in this fucking thing. <laughs> Matthias beat me. Funny story. Well, Matthias beat me because uh, we were going head-to-head at the end there in the final round. And uh, he won because I drunkenly couldn't tell the difference between Cazadores Tequila and Bombay Sapphire Gin. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll lose to that. I don't care. That was hilarious. <laughs> but um, the whole time, I, I spoke like, uh, like Sean Connery from, uh, from Saturday Night Live. Yeah. <laughs> I kept calling the host Trebek. I was like... And you, that's the way your mother likes it, Trebek. I was like, <laughs> uh, and the answer is A. And your mother's a whore, Trebek. <laughs> awesome. So, <laughs> so that's, and I don't think the host got the joke because I didn't even know the host. I didn't think he got it, but uh, everyone else did, and that's all that matters. So uh, speaking of Matthias, um, he's a, a become a really good friend of mine. We were in the Don Q competition during the MCC together. Mm-hmm. We went to San Juan together. Um. We got matching tattoos during the MCC of the outline of, of Oregon with the cocktail shaker in there. And Lush Life said that they're going to they're gonna fly us to Portland Cocktail Week for free if we got that done. And we're all <laughs> fucked up, so we got it done. But this time around, 
um, he gives me a call, um, Sailor Jerry Rum. Right, right. They were giving free tattoos over at Electric Ladyland up there. So uh, we went ahead and uh, and picked up a little tattoo, another one, another nice. little little Sailor Jerry style tattoo. So all my left leg is going to be my uh, my designated free stupid tattoo leg. So. <laughs> there were there were other uh, wasn't uh, there was a chartreuse one too, if I remember correctly. I, I did not uh, partake in the chart, in the chartreuse. Uh, I know Nick Jarrett did. Oh, did he? Well, that's the question to ask. <laughs> but, I know uh, he got he he got a, a he got an anchor on his pinky, and then he got. Uh, I didn't see him after that. I, I, I don't remember if he. Uh, cheers. Cheers. Uh, I don't remember if he actually uh, if I actually saw him yeah. after he got the chartreuse tattoo. I that's didn't. Funny. I don't remember seeing him at Cure. Funny. Um, what do you call it? the the fellows? Speaking of uh, Don Q, uh, Esteban Ordonez is mm-hmm. one of the one of the most fun people to hang around with. He's always got great energy. Uh, we were up in the uh, Don Q suite, just enjoying some Grand Indianho and making each other laugh, throwing beads down to the ladies, of course. Um, well, of course. I damn near got thrown out of the Gotta suite. Gotta be a gentleman. Yeah, I damn near <laughs> got thrown out of the suite because uh, <laughs> evidently with the beads, you know, evidently it's, it's, it's frowned upon if you, if you uh, make them do something with beads oh, and yeah, then yeah. throw a, a hot dog down. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, evidently that's, that's, not, that's not the right thing to do. That's not cool? No. Uh, weird. But basically my, my favorite, I don't understand my, why. My, my favorite <laughs> thing was, was like every, every night, you know, absent house, midnight, you know, you run into people that, that you know, yeah. And the people that 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 you see like all the time in New York. That was like the second home like, base. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, that was. <laughs> that was what's his name? John Luke Picard's. Yeah, thing. and the other one was William Shatner's uh, headquarters. But uh, uh, Beef Eater threw a great party the, the Wednesday night. Um, the World War Two party from William Grant in the World War Two Museum. Mm-hmm. Man, out of this world, and it was great to see uh, once again uh, John Hogan. He's uh, also from Bar Magic in Vegas. Uh, he owns a place called The Level down in, in uh, Annapolis, Maryland. But more importantly, he uh, he was one of my original mentors, and it's always fun to run into him. And uh, he taught me a lot, and it's great to party with him. So yeah. we had just an overall uh, overall blast, and I, I wish I could tell you some more stuff, but even I have my limits when it comes to <laughs> to, to stories. But I did learn a few things. I learned uh, in Austria. People speak German. <laughs> There's no such thing as Brazilian. It's uh, they speak Portuguese in, in Brazil. <laughs> so um, <laughs> and uh, what else? What else? Uh, there's no language uh, in Switzerland uh, called you know Swiss. They don't speak. They speak many different languages there. Right. So uh, you know I'm I'm learning a lot of stuff that the education process that the education process is failing. But overall, New Orleans was great to me. Uh, my first time there. How how much? Uh how many non-fried foods did you eat while you were there? Damn near nothing, my friend. Yeah, I, I don't remember fried, anything green. I, I love it. You know, I, I, that's, <laughs> that's right up my alley. And the whole "I don't give a fuck" attitude of, of New Orleans, it sort of fits in with my with my shtick. You know, with my personality. Yeah. Um, well, you're not going to move down there, are you? I could, but <laughs> you know, I have priorities. You know, like uh, I would be, I would be a, a fool. I would be such a. a, a a well, fool to leave to leave to leave the home yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, oh. New York City's my home you know I can never leave here but uh, I, I could live in New Orleans I like the whole you know they use cliche words like vibrant and all these other <laughs> nonsense but you know it's true uh, the place was amazing the people were awesome and uh, from my understanding that wasn't even the real New Orleans it was just like the the Disneyland yeah 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 because yeah. you, you know if you ever go there on the off season yep. if you go there for Halloween you know that's kind of like the locals Mardi Gras 
And some you some see, assholes. You really get to see. Now that I think about it. Some assholes. I know the pizzeria nearby. You could tell they raised their prices during sales. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Five dollars <laughs> for a frozen slice of pizza. You could like it's like they put the thing in a little little conveyor belt. It's like some sort of James Bond torture tool. <laughs> and uh, they put the frozen thing in, and it comes out cooked. And you put five dollars for a slice there, and you could tell because it's like masking tape over the thing over the price. Five dollars for <laughs> yeah. a slice. I paid twenty dollars for two slices of pizza and a fucking. Don't do that, people. Don't do that. <laughs> we're from New York. Don't That's fuck right. with us. We, we know when we're getting fucked, all right? So. <laughs> Especially when it comes to pizza. Yeah, damn it. We know pizza. We know when we're getting screwed. One last so, question before we sign off. Talk to me, man. Uh, how many bottles of booze did you bring back on this trip? The only thing that made it back was half a bottle of, uh, of Don Julio Blanco. Yeah? Everything else um, was consumed. <laughs> Everything, every bottle I brought back was tiny, <laughs> airplane size. I had so much stuff left over at the uh, the great uh, Billy from uh, Cure yeah. is where I stayed, and uh, dude, that guy has like a hundred <laughs> bottles. It must be nice to like live in New Orleans and just like raid the uh, the swag room and Tell take you, all man. this. Totally, I was just happy to come home with my wallet, with with my phone, yeah. and with uh, your keys. Yeah, with my keys, so and, and and with a little bit of a uh, little bit of you know pride and. And dignity, and a, a little gr- bit, and, and a great experience overall. Yep, absolutely. Steve, it's great to have you back on the show, and again, congratulations on employees so only, uh, winning two awards: uh, best drink selection and world's greatest cocktail bar. Thanks, these guys did it. So, thank you guys. Very and employee much. and employees only, absolutely. Uh, and, uh, congratulations to all of you, and uh, I'll see you probably tomorrow night. <laughs> uh, yeah, see you right. then, man. Thank Cheers. you. Cheers. Man, I wouldn't lie You can't hire than a guy Now when you see him stumbling Up and down the street You know that cat's been drinking Got no shoes up on his feet Man, he's high I said that cat is high Yes, he's high Man, he's higher than a guy This is behind-the-scenes food news with Katie Kiefer. Removing barriers to better quality locally raised meats is one step further along the process. The Niche Meat Processor Assistance Network, or NMPAN, is connecting people across the country with information, tools, and each other. The organization is part of the Cooperative Extension Systems Extension, an Internet-based collaborative learning service that consolidates the resources of the land-grant universities. The NMPAM affiliates are now available in almost 40 states and allow the co-coordinators to link people who need help with those who can offer it, such as extension staff members, state departments of agriculture, and markets with experience in small meat processing. They offer webinars, business plans, and hands-on help for processors or wannabe processors. More information is offered at their website, www.nichemeatprocessing.org. This has been Behind the Scenes Food News with Katie Kiefer. Finger on the Pulse and City Winery are proud to present the Summer Barbecue Blowout Festival, August 6th, from noon to 4 p.m. The barbecue is happening at City Winery, located at 155 Varick Street in New York City. Restaurants featured at this event are Empire Mayonnaise, Van Dag, Momofuku Milk Bar, Imperial No. 9, Mile End, Mexicu, Kraft, Dizzy's Club, Coca-Cola, The Meatball Shop, and Dos Toros. Providing the soundtrack for the day are Midnight Magic, Pewter Magic, New Villager, Punches, Ducky, DJ Autobot, and the Snackatoon DJ. VIP and general admission tickets are available at citywinery.com. 
Finger on the Pole for City Wine, we'd like to thank our sponsors. Heritage Foods USA, New York Magazine, Rekha Vodka, Sonar, Smile, Guilt City, Sub-Zero and Wolf. Please come out and join us for a day of fun, food, and dancing. For more information, go to www.fotpnyc.com.